Suvas Perk Mishnah Base 5-2. As we said before, during the time of the Mishnah, it was normal to have the Arisen, the first stage of legal marriage, to precede the Nisuin by a good amount of time. Now, was standard practice in the time of the Mishnah that the families of the bride and the groom would set a specific date for the wedding, a specific amount of time between the Arisen and the Nisuin? And it was expected that uh, on the official uh, agreed-upon date, the actual wedding ceremony would proceed. Our Mishnah is talking about a case in which the Chasen and Kala did not set a specific date for the Nisuin. And now, um, one of the two parties says they want to get married as soon as possible. So the question is, how much time are they given legally to get ready for the wedding? Now, the reason why they need to be given a fixed amount of time, a certain amount of time, is because the kala, the bride, needs to prepare her wedding dress and her jewelry for the wedding, and that takes time. And, as we'll see in the Mishnah, we assume that takes a whole year. And the groom also needs time. He needs time to prepare the chuppah, plus the suda, the feast of the wedding, plus he needs to arrange his own clothing, and he needs to arrange a place for them to live. So he also needs time. So the question is, how much time are they allowed? And as we'll see, um, really more later on in the parak, if they don't arrive ready on the date that um, they're legally required to, so then there are actually financial penalties that kick in. More about that in subsequent Mishnayos. Um, but here the Mishnah says, Nosn Vasula Assuming they haven't set a date for when they're going to have the chuppah, if the chassan now says he wants to get married as soon as possible. We give the basula. Here, basula means a woman who was never, um, she never went to a wedding before. She never, she never was married before. First time bride. It doesn't mean basula technically. It means she never had a wedding before. So she gets twelve months from the time at which, from which, the husband um, requests now as soon as possible to get married. The reason why is because as a first time bride, she needs twelve months to ready herself a wedding dress, which she'll make by hand herself, of course, as well as her jewelry. As the Mishnah says, le farnes es That's how much time it takes for her to provide for herself. You get an insight, by the way, from the word le farnes parnasa, that here it doesn't mean food at all. It has to provide for her material needs. In this case, it's a wedding dress. Parnasa always includes all one's material needs in other contexts. Ukeshem shenosen isha, kach nosen ish, Just as... 12 months are given to the bride, so too 12 months are given to the man, meaning he also needs 12 months in order to get himself ready, meaning if the bride's family says, no, we want to get married as soon as possible, he's given a whole year, in such a scenario, um, to get himself ready, meaning to get his own clothes in order, as well as arrange for the chuppah, the sauda, and the deer of the place to live. When it comes to an almana, now almana again literally means a widow, but it, here it doesn't mean a widow technically. It means a woman who had already been married once before, meaning she already has a wedding dress. And that being the case, she doesn't need to make a new one, and therefore she gets just 30 days. That's all she needs to get ready for a chasna. Interestingly, the amount that the chasna gets is actually um, reciprocal to the amount of time that the kala gets, meaning even if he's a first-time Hassan, his is his first marriage, and she, however, is a second-time bride. 
she can, her side can tell him, we want to get married as soon as possible, and then he has to be ready within 30 days, just like she only had 30 days, which, of course, is not much time to arrange all the above, but um, that's within the rights since they're going to be on equal footing in terms of the, the amount of time each one is allotted. Uh, very interestingly, the Gemara says that if a girl was already a Bogaris, meaning 12 and a half, well, in times of the Mishnah, that was already high time to be married, and of course, what else is a 12 and a half year old girl have to do with her extra time besides prepare for her wedding. And therefore, the whole assumption of our Mishnah is that the girl is not yet 12 and a half. If she's past 12 and a half, the assumption is she started making her wedding address at all events. And therefore, the 12 years will be measured from when she becomes a Bogaris from her 12 and a half birthday. Says the Mishnah further, If the deadline arrives, whatever the deadline is, whether it's the deadline that our Mishnah is setting of the 12 months or one month, or whether it's the set time they agreed upon when they had their original um, negotiations as part of the Shidduch, even prior to the Arison, but now the day for Nisun arrives, and let's say he says he's not ready. It's specifically in the case of the Mishnah here that he isn't ready, not her. So then, Ocheles Mishalo, even though he's not ready to make the formal chuppah, the wedding ceremony, she now eats from him, literally. It means that all of the financial obligations, as the marriage, after all, is largely a financial arrangement, so all the financial obligations now kick in, even though the chuppah, the wedding ceremony, hasn't happened and won't happen yet. Meaning that there's really two parts to a marriage, as far as the, the mission of the Torah is concerned here. One part is a financial arrangement. The second part is to build a family. Of course, without the chuppah, you can't start building a family, but the financial um, obligations kick in at that deadline regardless, which means that from this point onwards, he needs to provide for her food, meaning her father can say, listen, I've had enough of providing food for my daughter, now you were supposed to be marrying her, you have to pay for her food. And it's not just food, it includes all the obligations that a husband has to his wife, meaning not just food, but also clothing, medical attention, and reciprocally, um, as you said before, um, she is obliged, um, her masyadeh, her production, what she makes, both her goods and services, whatever she earns, um, goes to him, as well as her metzios, what she finds, goes to him. And it was the financial arrangement that kicks in, even though the chuppah hasn't happened. More than that, v'ocheles betruma. She can eat truma. Now, what this is referring to, as you recall, is that when a woman who was a bas Yisrael, she's not from a Kohen family, when she marries a Kohen, so she now is allowed to eat truma as being part of his household, and really midoraisa from already the erison, from the kedushin, from the legal marriage, already should be allowed to eat truma because that's when the kinyan happens and the limit comes out from kinyan kaspo. So, once they are legally married, even though she's still living in her father's house, she ought to be allowed, by rights of the Torah, to eat truma from him. The rabbi said, no, we're not going to let her eat truma while she still lives with her father. And the concern there was, the primary concern was that she'll end up um, sharing the food that she gets with her siblings or her parents. And they, of course, are just Yisraelim, not Kohanim. And that would be an iser, a very severe iser, because eating truma by a, a czar, a non-Kohen, is misa uh, shemaim is premature death at the hands of heaven. It's very not kosher. And therefore, the rabbi said, no, she's not going to eat truma until she moves in with him properly in the suin. But if we've passed the deadline and she hasn't yet moved in with him, so now he is allowed to feed her. He must feed her and provide her with her food, but he's allowed to provide her with truma, meaning the rabbinic prohibition of her partaking of, of food, till she, of truma until she moves in with him, um, is now um, set aside. The Gemara says that she'll, he'll actually set aside like a place for her to eat separate from uh, the rest of her siblings, etc., so to make sure that her siblings don't eat from her food. 
Rabbi Tarfan Omer. Now, this line of the Mishnah is really talking about a girl who starts out already as a Kohen. She's from a Kohen family. And Rabbi Tarfan Omer, no salah hakolb truma. As far as the obligation to provide food for her, Rabbi Tarfan says the food can all come in the form of truma, assuming that the chasan is a Kohen. Now, the Chiddush there is that a, to eat truma, one has to be tahor, and therefore a woman has to be Torah. Now, half of the month, roughly speaking, she will be a nida and won't be Torah and won't be allowed to eat truma. The point, therefore, Bitarfin says is, okay, so she will have to receive the truma. She can't eat it. But like she's always done in her father's household, she'll have to barter that truma to get chulin and she'll eat the, non, the non-sanctified, non-truma food in place during the time when she's a nida and can't eat from the truma. Um, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. Rabbi Akiva says no. He has provided half of her food as chulin, readily eaten food already, even if she were tamea, and the other half can be provided as truma. The point of Rebekiva is that it's not really her responsibility to have to now go find a way to barter the truma she gets to find food to eat. No, it's his responsibility to feed her, and therefore he has to provide her with food she can eat um, now, and some sort of like, you know, fungible truma doesn't, doesn't cut it. Has to be real food. Um, both Rabbi Kiba and Tarfan are disagreeing only in a scenario where the girl is from a family of Kohanim. If she is a Yisraelis, so even Rabbi Tarfan would agree, she can't be expected, the 12 year old girl can't be expected to know um, with whom to barter and how to barter this truma away. And therefore, of course, Rabbi Tarfan would agree that in such a scenario where he's a, a Kohen and she is a, a Yisraelis, so then he must provide her with food as chulin when she's in her state of tumah, as a nida, so she can eat food um, readily 